Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Michael Hamford from What Culture and I'm joined by Michael Sidgwick from What Culture to discuss everything that could happen on tonight's edition of Friday Night Smackdown. But first, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts yeah. from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only preview and review Smackdown, but also Monday Night Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events, and have wrestler interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week most weeks complete with a bloody quiz of course on wrestle culture sage uh, i don't think i've ever had to do this yeah. when we do our surrogate hosting duties in place of adam wilborn who's enjoying a well-earned day off today but i've uh, used one of his cheat codes haven't i we haven't got a pay-per-view to bounce off of yes we haven't got one to be the go-home show for but in a lack of advertised content for this smackdown i'm leading with fallout it's jay so jimmy so sammy's in raw yeah. fallout it's a big moment, so that you can expect some fallout. But this is all speculative because Nautson.com. No, I'm distracted. I'm going to apologise in advance. I'm distracted. I've bought <laughs> for my son a pop-up football goal because he celebrates his eighth birthday next week. Yes. I'm worried I've made an error mm. all of a sudden. I don't know why I decided to look this up. I've got a bit of anxiety around how to assemble it. Yeah. How much of a nightmare it's going to be. We're not real men. We're not, I'm not a real man at no, all. Me neither. So like, like here instructions are about as much as I can do DIY wise. I can't even do that. It's like and it's grown up Lego, isn't it? You see when you're like the yeah. step one, two, three, four. So I'm trying now in advance to calm my anxieties of how to assemble this very easy <laughs> football goal, and I'm watching YouTube tutorials of uh, you know how to do it. Yeah, and it looks fiddlier than the telling it is. It would, it's the sort of thing that to virtually any other person. With that kind of brain. We've all got different brains. Mm-hmm. That they just go, yeah, that goes there, that goes there, and I can do it in two minutes. That's how fun on the field, son. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it going, I'm going to just be silently freaking out, and then maybe I might get snippy. Oh, Apologies if I'm a little snippy, James. <laughs> I'm useless. I'm 37, <laughs> and I can't look after my children. So <laughs> I, and I'm watching the, the setup, and I'm like, okay, that looks a bit fiddly, but I'm sure if I do it once, if I put it up, and then put it down because it's a portable thing. If I do it like once or twice, it'll come naturally, and we've got a nice spring and summer ahead mm-hmm. of really getting them to play football and a nice activity. Because I used to love a goal with a netting when I was younger. Yeah, it's and a I'm, ripple, isn't it? It's a pss- yeah, a nice sound. So much better than just jumpers for goalposts. Yeah, or goalposts for goalposts, but then somebody has to run and get the ball when yeah, like, it goes yeah. for miles beyond. And I would hit it in every single time. Of course, so that's not going to happen. And I'm watching these young fit lads. Bray balls into it, mm-hmm. and it's like going, whoa! And it's like, it doesn't look, it's not like, 
breaking, but it's flailing about like Billy Kay on the cell. <laughs> when they're putting it in the postage stamp of that goal. So I'm thinking, I've got a foot, I've got a right foot like a traction engine. So I could do damage to this thing. Did you? This is a oft used trope in sitcoms and TV shows um, about the, you know, when the, there's a baby on the way and you see the, the dad character because, like, it's that sexist idea. Like, well, the mom's going to do this most of the time, but every now and then, I'll step in. Yeah. You've got the dad doing diaper drills. It's like, how quick can you put, like, a diaper? Yes. I'm, I'll speak normally now, because I've made concessions for our American listeners. A nappy. A nappy. Um, like, did you do any of that stuff? Because I didn't with nappies, but this sort of stuff around birthdays and Christmas, toy assemblage, does stress me out. I will assemble... Like, the yeah, push chair is a good example. Yeah. You do the old thing where you, like, practice, like, ten times. Just see if you could do it ten times in a row. Because you could do that with the goal. Like, once James has gone to bed, get out there in the garden if there's not too much snow tonight. And just up and down and up and down. Like, give it sort of six runs. It goes to bed too late and it's always dark. Yeah. So it's the wrong time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Ship off the end of <laughs> tomorrow, but there's multiple good reasons. Should have banged her in November. Would have made it a lot <laughs> easier. <laughs> God damn. God damn it. Um, <laughs> remember, that, like, remember that rock thing where it was like, uh, the rock's working WrestleMania, so there's going to be a lot of WrestleMania babies. Yeah, yeah. Just implying that everyone in the building was like having full sex just by the virtue of seeing the rock. Well. Yeah, one of mine worked out that way too. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, yeah, um, I'm assuming because they have just advertised two matches, so we're looking at the storylines that theoretically need a bit of development. Maybe this doesn't because... The moment will speak for itself. It, like it was, it was unbelievable. Like it was. The reaction was a roar. I have fought online for, and I, because I genuinely believe WWE have done the work for this to be the main event of night one. This looked like the main event of night one. It did. Raw. It looked like the only other choice for that match, um, for that slot. Even like I, I didn't appreciate the acting, but my god, we talked about this in the raw review. I think it's worth touching on because a lot of people are convinced that uh, they messed it up. And I do think there is a bit of bad faith. We want WWE to fail. Yeah. So let's just use this as an outlet to um, laugh at the Fed. Mm. I don't think that's necessarily justified at all. It felt like a celebration of a goal Mm -hmm. when they embraced. And then, like, you know, when one of your players gets scythed down, when they're just, like, in on goal, and it's like, ah! It's (laughs) like you can hear the the literal awe of the roar. That's what it felt like when he turned on Sammy. It was white hot in a pretty quiet building across the board. How they advanced this, I don't know. Um, Because the way that it unfolded on Raw, I couldn't tell whether Jey Uso was trying to lull Sammy Zayn into a ruse Mm. or if there was genuine, I don't want to do this, but I've effectively been programmed or conditioned or manipulated into doing it because he looked good, but I don't know if that was just to lull Sammy because afterwards he was very much, there was no conflict. It was a pretty gnarly yeah. heel beatdown. So when asked to explain their actions, I suppose, I don't know if there's going to be any sort of residual, oh, uh, you know, I wish I hadn't done that or I wish I hadn't had to have done that or if they're just going to go full-blown heel because I think we'll get an idea of how the match at WrestleMania is going to unfold, because I was the one who said mm-hmm. that immediately after the Rumble angle, well, they're going to have to do this melodramatic revolution, Shawn Michaels adjacent, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, all the elite inner stuff. Yeah. I 
I'm fascinated because you're going to get the actual direction of the match made clear, I guess, after tonight or in the coming weeks. How did you read it? I don't think we touched upon this. Was it, uh, I have to, because Roman is, you know, essentially my boss and my family, and I'm a bit scared of him still, so we're going to have to do this ruse. Or was it just, all right, okay, Sammy might not buy it unless I'm right next to him having done this? I think a bit of all of it, Yeah, quite honestly. Um, The way that they positioned it was... Jey Uso doing what Sammy has done within the bloodline, which is get as close as you absolutely can to show your trust and show your value before you reveal your true actions, yeah. which is kind of a case of what happened at the Royal Rumble. Jey Uso doing this with such vigor felt to me like a like the beatdown that you say was a, a proper heel beatdown at the end. He has made his choice in this moment at least. Sammy's in, he's getting his ass kicked. Was a nod to Jimmy. Like... Forget about everything else right now. I'm with you. Yeah. Like, we have more to talk about, but I'm with you. And we knew this about the Usos. Remember, like, the tag title defense where Jay, Jimmy was like, oh, man, is he going to be here? And then Jay does show up. He shows up for Jimmy, and then he disappears. Yeah. That was, like, before Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I think um, what we've... A segment is coming, and it's looming. It's not tonight, I don't think, because if Roman Reigns on SmackDown, I assume they would advertise it. But I think a segment is looming that will give you every version of this tag match at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's going to be Jimmy kind of bored up big smile on his face like we got him yeah and jay is like a bit more reserved but he's, he's with jimmy he's with yeah. solo they're brothers you know like yeah like glad to be back boss and then roman does not give them anywhere near the gratification that their yeah. decision deserves and straight away jimmy's face falls like what <laughs> like because sammy was right family members don't treat you like this you yeah. shouldn't constantly be going everything sammy said the other week you shouldn't have to preview validation every single week. Yeah. Like, that moment is going to be great. Like, Jimmy and Jay have gone all in on, like, beating Sami Zayn into the ground and dealing with Kevin Owens as often as they possibly can and for what. Like, remember that segment, like, I don't know, probably going back before War Games where Roman, were, like, held the mic to his mouth and was just about to acknowledge the Usos and still never did. Yeah. It's never happened. Aye. And, like, maybe, like, Jimmy's thinking, right, I mean, what more? Yeah. What more, boss? And now Roman's like, about time. Anyway, I've got to go deal with Cody. Yeah. So yeah. Like, Jimmy's left, like... You freaking kidding? Yeah, and then that's how you get the heels, situational heels for the match, baby faces for the bigger picture at WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you think any of them, any of these key players, appear on SmackDown tonight? Yes, like unqu- not unqu- like uh, at least Solo and Jimmy, mm. maybe Sammy. Maybe there's some kind of deal where they arrive at a beatdown of Sammy because, in addition to how Jay his true motives play out. You have to bring together Sammy and Kevin Owens. Yes. So one way of doing that is Sammy just gets the piss beaten out of him in the middle of the ring by the Usos, whether Jay's a really reluctant player or not in all of this. Kevin can come out to the ramp. It's not the location itself isn't necessarily bad. (laughs) Comes out and then like kind of inwardly frets about does he really want to do this? Can he forgive Sammy? Cody was having a stern word with him, wasn't he, about that? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think that's one way of doing it, where he comes out, looks... Like, Kevin Owens can act in wrestling as well. He's actually really underrated in that regard. So I think if it can pivot around him, then the angle's got a chance of not descending into melodrama. Like, it couldn't be criticised in good faith if Kevin Owens is the focal point of the acting and the emotional crux of the segments going forward. And he can come out and just go, do I want to do this? Like, who is the arsehole? Can I forgive Sammy? And then for one week at least, just go, nah, 
Yeah. Not doing it, not doing it. And then the fans are crestfallen. And then that'll build the moment when he decides, you know what, enough's enough. Like, anyone's going to do that to him. It's me. It's been this way the whole time. So that's the thing. Like, it can go in so many directions because they've given themselves so much to play with. Mm. Nothing's falling into their, nothing has fallen into their laps. They have given themselves by good, attentive booking that is emotionally connected with the audience so many routes to play with and so many different things for fans to speculate on. I find it like um, devastating the prospect of, and it has nothing to do with you know Vince McMahon being sat in Gorilla on Monday so much as it is WrestleMania is lining up to do what WrestleMania is supposed to do, which yeah. is give everybody the glorious moments that the, the fans, the wrestlers, the babyfaces deserve. I find it quite sad to think of not the storyline ending because it's lovely when things have something conclusive in the 52-week show that never ends, but the idea that WWE won't recognize this and already be looking at what program has the potential to be the next one Yeah, to get to that level. I'm not, I'm not asking for six programs per episode to be of a standard of this because ultimately things would suffer. Like even, I would say, like in recent memory, peak era AEW, I used to use the example of the housemate that nobody likes. It was, there was at one point where it was the Codyverse. There was one point where it was whatever Matt Hardy was doing. Oh my God, a perfect wrestling show, apart from that one thing. Yeah, like, yeah. like even on those shows, those moments, there's still that one angle. I, I don't think WWE is capable of that, but I would like them to now be considering what the thing is. Like be happy about the fact that you were reaching the final destination for this yeah. and start thinking or already developing what the next one is that's one day going to make people feel this yes. strongly because you should always have at least one like this kicking around at once bare minimum that's the thing and away from like who needs to win the title who needs to win the title the thing now is that that question which maybe did steal focus from or undermine or whatever or confuse all of this heading into wrestlemania season jay uso needs to beat roman reigns belt or no no mm. belt probably for his own personal vindication at SummerSlam, yeah. you know that Roman Reigns is ostensibly a part-timer already, but he actually is a part-timer already. You'd imagine if he doesn't, I can't see him just retiring outright. No. But he will come back periodically after WrestleMania, and I think Roman Reigns versus Jay at SummerSlam, and maybe they could do a second one stepped up at WrestleMania or something, but that's a direction. like The extent to which Jay Uso is over... I think has gone under mentioned because the whole conversation is focused on Cody and or Sammy. Jay is hugely over here. Yeah. So I think that him beating Roman in a singles match at SummerSlam has got, or at least wrestling one has got to be the way that this all ultimately ends because I understand the Cody thing. Um, People do feel like he's an interloper into the feud but it's all realistically... Most of this is terrible for my tastes, going back to late 2020, but the crux of the entire Roman thing, it's all about Jey Uso. Yeah. So they could really do everything with this. Sammy and Kevin's reunion, Cody wins the title, and finally this monstrous dickhead of a character is finally slain when Jey Uso beats him. We talk a lot about... Um this WWE, this current version, this Triple H version, whatever, as being the one where we did it on the news this morning, which you'll be able to find on YouTube, possibly as a podcast, I don't know, where we talked about how the Cody winning at WrestleMania is as much about kind of giving the fans the reward for their investment yeah. and not alienating them. I think there's a bit of that in Jey Uso because WWE will look like a meritocracy a bit if Jey Uso gets these opportunities because, to use that old JR adage, he's ran with the ball when they've given him it. Yeah. When he has slotted in in that spot, 
it's worked. He has leveled up, you know. He's and not many, not everybody does that. Yeah. And some, sometimes, especially tag wrestlers, they look out with their depth. He's never once felt like that for me. Nah, they could even do Cody versus Jay for like the two pay per views or even the three. It's WWE. They like the trilogies yeah. in the wake of WrestleMania season. At the end of which. Jay shakes Cody's hand, mm-hmm. and that brings Roman back into the narrative. And what are you doing? Yeah, like you were there to beat him, and you like bent the knee, sort of thing. And then that could ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better. Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Inside the final chapter of the whole thing that the Roman saga is all about. There was a really nice, remember the um, end of war games where... Sammy's made the decision, but Roman is still kind of giving Sammy the side eye. Yeah. The realisation that I had when, when we got to sort of elimination chamber was that Roman was specifically angry with Sammy because Sammy pledged his loyalty to Jay and not to Roman. Yeah. So it was a threat to his power, and that's always Roman's thing, and it's like they, they've, they've definitely put that in place with Jay so for months to come. So, yeah. Um, well, we've got to the advert talking actually earnestly about yes. WWE. So we've got, like, one other thing that we might have some earnest opinions on, then the Bit of nonsense, and then we're out of it. Uh, a fatal five-way Intercontinental Championship qualifying match tonight. Who's going to fight Gunther at WrestleMania? It's Xavier Woods and Drew. Yeah, it's Xavier Woods subbing for Kofi Kingston. Um, Sheamus, Drew, Parry and Pross, and uh, L A Knight. Yeah. Um, aye, this is an opportunity to deliver three a three-way instead of the singles match. Could there just be a straight winner here? Like Sheamus and Drew, kind of 
parted ways amicably somewhat last week ahead of this? Or do you think the three ways the play? Well, I think the three ways certain to happen. They all but confirmed it with the way they told the story between Seamus True and Gunther at Royal Rumble. So there is a bit of long-term thought to this. Um, if I'm being honest, I would have just done the Drew turn before this mm. and had Seamus beat Gunther in the straight rematch. And then Gunther could sort of fail upwards. Yeah. With a good bit of booking between then and SummerSlam. So, like, it'll be a ridiculously physical match that a lot of, like, a universally appraised match if all goes well. Yes. It's one of those matches that's kind of impossible to dislike if you like professional wrestling. It's a way to tie in the sort of quite comical, not comic, comical, because that makes it sound bad, comedic. Um, banter between Sheamus and Drew where they do the slap each other on the back then they have yeah. to do it harder they could do that when they're trying to pin different people mm. yeah like in this <laughs> match they could really build the match around them going oh that's my turn and then just shoving them away and then like gets a little it's like it's a bit joke I know I was going to pin Karrion Cross because he's pinished and it's quite easy to do and I wanted <laughs> to do it and then progressively gets a little bit more like no I'm going to forcibly remove you get those gasps like oh that's He's going to kick your head in if you do that yeah. one. And then eventually, they just pin the same guy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be carrying cross because he's pinished. <laughs> so you think a double pin to get them both in the match? Double pin. Or do we get one in for now and, like, Seamus as the kind of the real baby face here ekes his way into it as well? Or I think a double pin. Double pin. A double Don't pin. I that, yeah. You're right as well, like, cross... Feels like the guy, doesn't he? Like the, the designated jobber. Uh, having said that, like as sentimental favor to us, could be Xavier Woods. The designated jobber here would probably be an Eleanor or Xavier Woods, like the likable guys, but the ones that can just take the pins. Yeah, they like carrying cross. They do. Um, Still, uh, but you think Drew and Sheamus? Yes, they'll pin. Yeah, yeah, probably La Knight because La Knight is the best character to react to. Well, that's not fair. Yeah, I had two people pinning my shoulders to the match. To the mat, and you're giving them both. It's, it's not fair. It's took not two of you, and they both suck. That's yeah, just that, a fact of life. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it took two people to hold me down, and that's a fact of life. Yeah, yeah. that gives him something to moan I, about. I don't know. I hope he's got some at Mania. Like, I don't. I don't think they're doing an Andre this year, but like, he'd been a, he'd been good walking around with that trophy. that's taller than him. Like, have I told you my idea for the Miz? You know, it's just weird that he's the host. Aye. It's just he's too happy for it for a guy that's like a, yes. nearly a twenty year vet at this yes. point. Yeah. But maybe that could lead into it. I think that they have contacted because it's in Hollywood, like Is three it? actual, three or four, a handful of like actual acting stars uh-huh. who are going to frequently interrupt the Miz. And oh, the that's Miz could like, like lose that. his yeah, head. Yeah. So the Miz comes out. He's all you know. He's got his suit and booted. And then he's going to say, coming up next. And then Hugh Jackman yeah. and uh, the like are going to come and steal the microphone. He's going to get progressively more annoyed. Then the fourth one comes in. He's going to say, let's have a bare knuckle fight in. Then he's going to get knocked out. And that's going to be a WrestleMania moment. I like that. Not bad, is it? No, I like that as booking. And I like it as a goddamn bloody WWE fan. Yes. Watch it get the freeze frame of the picture the next day. Because yeah. even a freeze frame makes a... Uh, Mickey Rourke punching Chris Jericho look good. Yeah, look at the picture. I. What a moment. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever, ever watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only the one of the match booked for this. Uh, I feel like I'm going to be higher on this than you. But again, it's just because like, I love a bit of bloody plot in me. And I earnestly like one of these teams. It's Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Viking Raiders. 
I am fully aware how sludgy and boring that might sound to people that don't watch SmackDown every week at this point. But like Braun and Ricochet, they're good. Got really tremendous chemistry, and the Viking Raiders stuff might finally, at long last, be clicking. I think they might lose it, which could knacker it. But they shouldn't. They've done the work to get like this is a decent little TV program that's got them here. Like they've been getting in each other's business for weeks now, and the Viking Raiders are starting to look actually menacing rather than just scowling versions of their babyface characters. Like, what's your, what's, your, what's your perspective quality rating of this as well as the the result in the booking and everything? It's kind of like a three and three ceiling for me, and I yeah. think it, it's very easy to reach. I can't see it being blow away great. It's really hard with these audiences to do a great TV match in WWE, especially in contrast to, I'm sorry, AEW Dynamite, yeah. six weeks out of eight. He's been <laughs> seven, now it's going into six. Tell you what, Strowman and Ricochet aren't long for this world. No? Strowman... He's done all right as a baby face, but he's never going to be the man. So you might as well just have him be a face for 18 months, then a heel for 18 months, and that can be his lot. Strowman versus Ricochet could be a decent WrestleMania match. Mm. Strowman could be a bit meta with it and say, I don't know why I pissed around the flippy idiot like you when you know I'm a big guy, and it's you who's been losing us these matches. Yeah. And the Viking Raiders ultimately, are your best bet at a heel team who could pose a semblance of a threat to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They yeah. need to start building heel teams now Yes, I agree. so it just doesn't feel completely inexplicable in a formality when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn then have to defend the titles and be a tag team. It's um, I'd like, I don't know if he's vain enough. Triple H is a vain man of this we know. But like, I wonder how vain he is as to... Um, you know, have like his year in July is going to come up that he's been there a year. Will he want to have the universal title? Mega established Roman Reigns, 900 day Reigns going to come at an end. Cody Rhodes is the next kind of John Cena. That's in great health. Intercontinental title, unbelievably, is in absolutely fantastic health yeah. with Gunther. Is he on for all three of the old guard by get, trying to get the tag belts up to that standard as well? Because it behooves him, doesn't it, to get these teams ready, to get them yes. like on the way so that you don't just have this class WrestleMania moment and then it just has the awful lull afterwards, yeah. the, the backlash lull or whatever. Like it does, it would, it's a massive, massive badge of honour of him to wear if he's like um, managed to heat up all three um, belts in his first year. I'm already worried about backlash. He likes his short... Like, fewer matches, longer matches. I think he's going to do a two out of three falls for the tag titles at Backlash and try and do a 40-minute. Triple H likes a long, bloody match, and that's the number one candidate for Backlash for me, especially with uh, Roman not being around. You'd expect anyway. Yeah. Uh, Right, before we get to Backlash, we've got to talk a bit of WrestleMania, something that isn't announced yet. Yes. I'm saving the fun bit for the very, very end. What exactly are Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler doing at WrestleMania? No. There was a report earlier this week that nobody had speculated on, and this really speaks to how unover Baszler and Rousey are at the moment, that the plan was because they, are, they were doubting Ronda's ability to be 100%, so her health was in doubt for the show, which does at least explain why they weren't going to a singles match and putting the poster out there, but that then if she's not going to be 100%, they do a, a two-night deal for the women's tag belts. You remember, you've probably forgotten about this, do you remember how like Tamina qualified on one night at WrestleMania 37 and had a tag title shot the next night. Yes. Uh, ring any bells. She was super over. Yeah. Um, that you could do that here. You've, the six woman with damage Kataro is very much a kind of flashy WrestleMania fun match for the sake of it match. So you either do Rousey and Baszler on night two as the match that matters. The, yes. The belts, and then you finally get your Becky Ronda interaction. Or you do it on night one where there's less pressure 
and say Becky or Lita carries an injury going into the damage control. Either way, kind of works. Do you think that's? Do you think that's the move? Well, I can't remember who wrote the report, so forgive me. I obviously want to credit wherever possible. This has just popped into my head, and I can't. It escapes me. I'm sorry, but someone said that they'd learned intel that there's going to be lots of twists and turns with the women's tag team title picture. Which sounds like a source within WWE telling a media outlet whose name escapes me that, you know, they'll do some really cool stuff, really <laughs> dramatic storyline. When in fact, them saying a lot of twists and turns happening is a euphemism for, uh, we're going to take the belts off um, Bailey and Becky mm-hmm. beforehand, and then it's going to be a transitional champion to get it to Ronda and Shayna. Ugh. It's going to be like, they're twists and turns, great storytelling. Oh, we're going to Carney. We're going to yeah. corny this, and it's going to be very contrived, and then it's going to be finished. Ugh. Sounds rubbish, doesn't it? But then that's Every, anything to do with Ronda Rousey. Sounds. It's going to say that defines her run so far, doesn't it? Right, we've done it. It's time. Are to we get at the end. Well, we've got one more thing to yeah. cover, but you know, it's, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, last week, uh, Uncle Howdy's attack from behind was foiled. The man with magic powers tried to uh, run him while his music played and uh, do the old back jump. But uh, Bobby Lashley, I don't know if you're aware of this, he does not play kid games. Does not play kid games. Does not play kid games. Like, kid games feels a very WWE invented phrase, doesn't it? Kid, nah. Kid games. Like, uh, I feel like in films, people have said, uh, sick your kiddie games. Kiddie? Like, yeah, like yeah, ki- kiddie games. Like, they're some, like, hard-boiled cop doesn't want to piss around and follow the rules anymore. He's going to get justice yeah. their own way. But Bobby Lashley doesn't like kid games, specifically. Kid games? Absolutely hates Twister and Connect Four. And What's your favourite kid game? Uh, Downfall. What's that? So you've got like this board. Imagine there's a, a like a blue plastic board for me and you right now, and there's these counters. Right? Yeah. So I'm blue counters, your yellow counters, whatever. And you drop them in, and there's like four wheels randomly placed. So I'm turning the counter that way to try and get my counter down. But the, the gaps where your counter slots are on different sides. Ah. So I could be turning your counter all the way to glory, and you could be turning, et cetera. Ah, you get, like, yeah, yes. It's like, a, it's like battleships for thick people, basically. Because yes. you don't know what's happening on the other side of the board. Aye. It could be dramatic. I like I like I Connect Four. Yeah, I used to like Connect Four when I was younger. I used to play it all the time. I'm an Uno guy as well. We like Uno. Mm. Well, played, so the, it played with some in-laws last week, and their house rules are absolutely insane. Hated them. Yeah, but like I like it as a. We have this one called uh, Pie Face, where it's got this big comedy hand right. that you put squirty cream on. Right, I'm, I mean. And then, you know, like, the it's the same principle as, you know, pop a pirate. Yes. Where you go, oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, it's not come out yet. That, because you do something to it. Mm-hmm. I played it for, like, last Christmas. <laughs> played it like, once, then it went away. But, like, it's the, the tension of, uh-huh. like, when is it going to hit you in the face? You take turns. And, oh, God, I got a load of whipped cream in my face. <laughs> glad Willborn isn't here. Uh, nah, we're yeah, we're discussing this. this. Um... It continues to be an utter inscrutable farce. It's an absolute shambles, isn't it? The execution of a completely disconnected plot full of holes is laughably bad and in no way scary, and it demeans everyone involved. They happened upon something. Think of this. They selected the perfect guy in L.A. Knight to emerge from this storyline with a degree of credit, a degree of entertainment value, because he was funny bantering the whole thing off. 
and it was still one of the worst storylines you'll ever see in your entire life. Yeah. It was only through the individual performance. I mean, it introduced us to a, a, a drink that we love daily. Yes. Uh, it was probably the best in Net that posi- <laughs> Net positive. Yeah, but but also- Punk MJF, Page Omega, anything with Mark G, Pitch Black. Yes. But now, it's like I don't, I don't have it over here. Yeah, where's our sponsorship? That's what I'm calling for. Yeah. I don't care what Bobby Lashley, Bray, and Uncle Howdy get up to. We should get Howdy, uh, Howdy, Willborn on this. What's the product in question? When are they going to reveal what the... Yes. The item that is linked to this, because that's that's Bray's MO now. It is, eh? Look, it's hard, just a, hard pockets. It's a total force. Yeah. An absolute and total and utter force. Where does this demon is he a demon? Is he the manifestation? Is he an abstraction in human form? His face has changed like six times since he debuted, so it's just a total joke. He's got magic powers, but he also thinks right, I've got my magic powers, they're safe. I've got I'll get a hell of a chuckle, great lapels, but I uh, I could on the ropes and try and attack from behind rather than just using my magic powers. It is impossible for Bray Wyatt to be good. Yeah. It is impossible on more than one level for Bray Wyatt to be good. The closest I've ever felt to CM Punk coming back to WWE was watching Uncle Howdy throw that elbow as well. He's back in his yeah, yeah. disguise. But I, um, so any speculation. At least Howdy's got good athleticism. <laughs> and CM Punk hasn't. <laughs> also know about Uncle Howdy is he hasn't got lead in his ass. Uh, <laughs> he's a better athlete than Punk. Uncle, was playing him. Uncle Howdy is a better athlete than Sam. Yeah, he is. You're probably right, but it doesn't mean that I want Uncle Howdy back on SmackDown more. Sam Punk hasn't Punk got an explosive Rampage. bone in his body. He's never needed one. What a line that was from Roman. Yeah, because I remember feeling sad because it was when I knew it was going to get amazing. But I think Roman said that about Punk when he was like covered in sweat after a minute yeah. for like seven matches and you're thinking is that just Punk now then he really did the 40 minute with MGF and you're like no 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 he's back he's probably back but it was like yeah I love this friend Punk and he's still great but my god he's struggling yeah Sam Punk's most explosive muscle is his tongue yes like that's, yes. What, you, that's what you need isn't it yeah I um so and his least one is uh his heart because he ain't got that dog in him oof wow I don't know how to follow that with Uncle Howdy Bray Wyatt nonsense, so we're going to leave it there. I leave think. it there. Um, have you got any opinions on CM Punk? Left, because you've told us all the rest of them. Uh, if you want to, you can follow us all at What Culture WWE, uh, where you can also get Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. You can get me at Michael Hamflit. The, uh, the Rampage review will probably be up as you're listening to this one, so you've probably already listened to it first, I would imagine. Um, but Wrestle Culture might be back later on today. There'll be other cool stuff coming at the weekend. It will. It will. We'll be back with the SmackDown review on Monday when Adam Wilborn is back. And until then, thank you very much for listening. And for spending your time with us, and we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.